This is Jade. This is Carly. And this is Mommy's Tell All. Jade, hi. Hi, Carly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have a son. You have a son. I have a son. It's how does it feel to say that out of your mouth? So strange. Like <laughs> I have to clean a penis off. Oh my gosh, I know. It's so weird. But it is so it's, amazing. That part's only weird for like, I think the first couple weeks and then you don't even think about it. But I remember that weirdness. Yeah. Well, especially like when he poops a giant poop and then the poop is yeah. all over the penis. This is starting out well, by the way. <laughs> this Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All and Penis Talk. <laughs> penis and Poop Talk. <laughs> but yeah, it, that that's one of the most shocking things of all, I think, to having a son is you're, there's so many, you got to clean real well and and the balls the balls it's not just the penis yeah there's so much going on down there it's so funny because evan was like convinced that wiping a girl was so much harder right he's like just so you know a penis is way less hard to wipe than a vagina and i'm like okay and so then the other day he's like so i think you were right about the penis thing <laughs> he's like there's so much more you have to like wipe under and then rock around the sides wipe and make it Right, right. I was like, yeah, the vagina is just like a swipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just know that I am so glad that I'm a woman and that I have female parts because it's just the weirdest thing to me to think about something growing out of your body in between hanging your legs. off your body, just hanging there. That's, I'm just not into that. And I'm then, so glad I don't have that. And then sometimes when your mind goes to a certain place, you can't control it the, uh, it, it just gets bigger it <laughs> controls you like then you get boners and you can't control them that's so what a weird strange thing our sons are gonna have boners someday that's so weird. oh god i can't think about that no. yeah but welcome to the life of being a boy mom oh my now. gosh it's the so things wild. you have to think about yeah i'm gonna try not <laughs> to think about that today <laughs> we ha- well we have a while we have we a while do. to worry we about have- we have quite a long time. About finding those sort of things in our kids' bedrooms, like socks. And oh, gosh. Whatever whatever they may use. You boy moms out there know. I yeah. don't know. And boys find out someday. stink. Like, then they, like, play sports and their rooms smell. Yeah. Is that, like, Evan's kids? Does yeah, sometimes smell? he's, like, he has to ask them sometimes, like, have you, hey, have you showered this week? Have you showered? Yeah, Dad. When when did you do that? When did you do the shower? I heard this conversation the other day. Actually, when we were in the hospital, the boys came up. And he was like, hey, have you showered? He's like, yeah, Dad. When did you shower? Well, I showered like the other day when I got home from school. Okay. Uh, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, boys. Good old boys. But yeah, it's... Man, how- it's it's crazy over here. It's like no. I was gonna say, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. It's we can do birth story, but postpartum is hard. I mean, I like forgot that it was hard. It's hard in different ways than it was last time. Mm-hmm. So, I know last week you were like, "Hey, do you want to record your birth story?" And I was like, "I can't because like my mindset right now. I'm like, I wasn't like in the dark place, but I was like in the." I'm way too overwhelmed. I hurt. I ache. I'm like frustrated. I was trying to navigate like so many different things. 
And I was like, I can't tell my birth story right now because it won't be like fun to tell it. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. I mean, that's really normal. I mean, baby blues is a real thing. Yeah. It's hard. The first couple of weeks are just so hard to like, you get out of the hospital and then you're like, oh yeah, I have this. You, I just leave with this thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm supposed to know what I'm doing, you know? And like, obviously like we had one already, but boys are different and every baby is so different and you deal with different things. And so I was just like, I don't know, in a dark haze of a cloud that I couldn't get out of. And you know, I don't even cry. And I was like crying and Mm. well, but I'm, I'm climbing up the hill slowly, but I have like a pickaxe and I'm just like slowly getting up. (laughs) But yeah. Well, I think the best thing to do with that though, is to like, know your feelings are normal. Yeah. And as hard as it is for our, I think us moms to give ourselves grace is to just kind of, you know, be easy on yourself yeah. and like know that like it's going to take a while for you to take that pick and climb out. And that's, oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's hard. It's it really so, is hard. They so call it postpartum hard. for a reason. Yeah. That fourth trimester for a reason. Yeah. Oof. How's Mr. Charlie? He is good. So, one of the biggest struggles that I was having with postpartum, one, I don't know if your body was like this, but I was like obviously bleeding and I had a second degree tear and my hemorrhoids were just as bad as last time. And and then I stopped bleeding for like a week and then, you know, I do too much because I'm like that person. And so then I started bleeding again. Now everything hurts again. And I had an allergic reaction to the pain meds in the hospital. So basically, I am just like taking like Tylenol, which mm-hmm. is fine. And it, it is helpful. So yeah, my body is like aching. And then I was really like wanting to breastfeed this time for longer or the same amount as I did with Bella, which I think I breastfed for three months with Bella. And it just like... Charlie was, he was fine on colostrum. And then when my milk came in, I mean, it obviously like, you know, your boobs swell and it hurts and it's uncomfortable. And I mean, my boobs were like each the size of like a tiny watermelon. Like they were, they get huge. And he was just screaming and screaming and screaming Mm -hmm. and like throwing up everything. And it was so sad. And so I tried breastfeeding for like a week and finally I was like, I don't, I think that I'm like poisoning my child, which is not obviously poison, but. I know what you mean. But I was like, I don't, I don't even know how to do this. And I was like, okay, last time. So when I had Bella, she was doing the same type of thing. She's arching her back and like, you know, like screaming and all the same attributes were it was just I was like I'm looking at Bella again and I was like when I switched to formula everything changed and so I'm sitting there and I'm like crying in bed and I'm like Evan you know gosh I think it was so late at night too it was like probably 10 30 11 and I looked at him and I was like I need you to go get formula and I was like I can't do this to him anymore and and Evan's like are you sure and I'm like, yeah. And so he went, got formula, and came back. And we put her on the same formula Bella was on, which is Similac Elementum, which we had her on the powder 
he bought the powder. And so Charlie was like so good for like two days. And then all of a sudden he started doing the arching of the back and all this stuff again. And I like, I've just been in this like, what can I feed my child that's going to be okay thing? Because he's just like struggling so bad. And so last night, I remembered that we actually had Bella on this Similac Alimentum ready to feed, which is like the liquid form. And he's been like not gassy today, didn't throw up at all today, like really good. He's been like kind of constipated, so he actually had a poop, like a really big one. So I'm just like trying to navigate this whole like feeding your kid thing. And, you know, it's so scary because you're like, oh my gosh, they haven't eaten in however many hours. I don't want them to get dehydrated. And then I'm going back to maybe I should have just kept breastfeeding, you know, and it's just like, I don't know. Right now I'm just kind of like in this like struggle, struggle bus. We go in the doctor again on Tuesday. So we'll see. Bella had to actually be on like Zantac or something for acid reflux, which I don't even know if it helped. But so, yeah, I'm just like, it was really hard for me to give up breastfeeding because there's so many people that are like, you know, breast is best and and that's so true for lots of people. But then when your kid's like screaming and then the next day they're on something like a formula and then they're okay, you're like, breast isn't best for this kid, you know? So I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, I'm bleeding again. I'm struggling with feeding him and trying to make him happy. And Evan's been so like nice at night. He'll like stay up with him till like sometimes like one o'clock in the morning and let me go to sleep at like nine or 10 and then he'll bring him in. And and then I let him get sleep and I basically just yeah. do the night part. So we're both like getting sleep and able to function during the day. But yeah. I'm I'm just I'm in that like mommy trench. That's where I am right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm in the trenches. I'm sorry. I mean, I feel you and like I said just like no you're not alone. Like we've all been there. We know like how how you can just feel like encompassed yeah. by it. Yeah. That it's just all it's all consuming and that yeah, it sometimes feels like like is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Like Totally. <laughs> like is there a right formula? You know, like yeah. Is there something that's going to make him not do this? Do What is this like maze I have to go in and through to like make my kid happy? And am I doing enough? Am I, you know, like, yeah, it's just newborns are so hard. I mean, some people have like easy newborns, but this newborn isn't easy. He's very, he's not a super happy baby. Hopefully he will be. Give him some time. Yeah, I think like their bellies no matter what at that age they're just learning they've never yeah they've never had anything in them before right so their digestive systems are like what in the world right like what is totally what is this that i'm supposed to like break down and make into energy so this baby can grow totally yeah (laughs) so i feel like that's kind of how brooks was and now he i mean obviously now he's four months and i'm still i still struggle with him sometimes with digestive stuff and milk and everything but it's a little bit better and he's a lot I mean he's a happier happier baby so yeah at the beginning you couldn't even like set him I know I told you you couldn't even set him down for like I mean yeah five seconds or he would just scream and now like now it's like a little bit better like I can put him in a lounger or 
for a while, he, he, he'll stay in a swing for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for a while, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't, I can't put him down. Right, you can't, and you can't, you can't hold a baby twenty four seven. You can't, and you can't. You, I mean, that's got to do something to a mother's mental health too. Totally, and then like you know, this your sleeping habits. You're like, what do I do? Am I supposed to sleep Mm -hmm. with them on me because that's super dangerous? But do I have another option right now? No, because we both can't, you know, like get sleep if he's not on me. Yeah, it's just like there for a while is like a big old mess. But he is sleeping in his bassinet now, which is good. But he's, I mean, he's so cute. He's really small. He's small like Bella. He's so, he's, he's so tiny. He is so cute. He's so, he's still in, he's in preemie clothes. Oh, yeah. bless him. But he actually, he's at his birth weight again. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So he is gaining weight and everything, even though he was like throwing up and all of the things. So we're bringing you a new segment this week. Thanks to our friends at Skira Style. Everybody has a dirty little secret, and so do we. (laughs) You know what, though? Even the cleanest kitchen has a dirty little secret, and that's that disgusting, soggy sponge sitting in your sink. It's gross. It smells. And according to research, the average kitchen sponge can be 200,000 times dirtier than a toilet seat. Yuck. It took two moms to address the hate affair people have with their kitchen sponge and start a sponge revolution. Skura-style sponges are made of a patented polyurethane foam and are antimicrobial, so they don't smell. They harbor 99.9% less E. coli than cellulose sponges, and they dry fast and keep their shape. That's my kind of sponge. They even rinse clean and dry fast. They pass what's called the cheesy omelet test. No more yesterday's meal sitting in the sponge the next day. And they're pretty. They come in four happy colors with a gray foam sponge. You guys can start your Skira Easy subscription plan right now. Go to skurastyle.com and try the sponge scene on the Today Show that was called Life Changing. Go to skurastyle.com. Now enter mommies in the promo box and get your first month free. That's skurastyle, S-K-U-R-A style.com, promo code mommies. But yeah, Bella is like so obsessed with him and loves him. It's been the thing that I know you know that's obviously hard with that is, you know, you want to give like Emmy and Bella attention, but then you're holding the baby, especially with breastfeeding because you can't, you can't move. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so Bella's like, mommy, mommy, play, play, play. And then I'm like, Evan, go play with her, you know, or take the baby like you you know we just juggling like who's got who right now and trying to get the bella time in and trying to get the baby time in and all of that is is hard but she loves him so much and she's so gentle with him and that's all like really good even in the hospital she was she walked in and she was like baby you know and like and she just reached for him to like hold him and at first she kind of looked at us like she just kept going mama dada mama Dada? Like with question marks. And then she wouldn't really look at the baby. And then she looked over at the baby and she's like, baby. And then she just reached out her hands to be like, I want to hold the baby. So that was really sweet. And she's been so good with him. Except for she like, when he's asleep, she wants to wake him up. So she'll go over and stand next to him and laugh really loud. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She'll go over and go, (laughs) that's so funny. (laughs) And I'm like, Bella, (laughs) you cannot wake the baby up. We have to be very quiet, you know? And she's like, ah! Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But 
That that video you posted of her on Instagram. Oh my gosh. I, I guess it's like with Evan holding both Charlie and Bella together. And she's just like her little Oh, hands. I know. It's the most precious it's, thing ever. It's so sweet. Oh the gosh. way she says his name is like so cute. She'll like come over in the oh. morning and she'll she'll go, Baby, baby, Charlie, baby. And then she'll and then she'll like come over and like hold his hand and it's she's so cute. But but yeah, that the navigating of who's gonna like play with Bella. She wants to play in this the we have like one of those ball things, like the ball pit things, and she's like, Mommy, mommy, play balls, balls, balls. And I'm like, Okay. Here's here, I mean, you do this. I'm gonna do this, and then we like flip flop, and Bella just isn't like go 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 go. She never stops. So and she only stops for naps. Well, one nap <laughs> when you literally put her in her crib, and you're like, it's, it's time go go to sleep. <laughs> please, please stop moving. Oh my gosh, I know you must stop moving right now. I can't do anymore. Ugh. Oh my gosh. But yeah, they're just at that age where. There's like a million different connections going on in their brains. I don't think they really know how to stop. Oh yeah, yeah. She it's just like and she has like like my um brother's son Finn is two and he he can concentrate on things for a while. Like he'll re- sit down and like look at a book for a really long time. Bella will sit down, look at the book for two seconds, and then she's off doing something else. So mm-hmm. she's like, even when we play, it's like. You know, balls, Barbies, like big teddy bear, you know, two seconds of a book, coloring, like it's it's just like nonstop. Yeah, it's so interesting, like different personalities and then I'm sure it is age difference too, because they're like six months yeah, apart yeah, or something. Yeah. Although Emmy is go, 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 go too. So <laughs> maybe it's a girl versus a boy thing. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I definitely think it's personality and what what sign is bella not that it really bella matters, is an aquarius an aquarius mm. <laughs> i love that song it's a good song um, oh my gosh okay well now i guess i should tell you my birth story now that we're way into this podcast yeah yeah i know we're like 20 minutes in but i want to say first like i really appreciate you being so open and honest about your postpartum journey because we like I feel like women need that. Women need to be sharing their voices and have people speak about like what they're really going through, yeah. no matter what like the society or you know, the judgment of other people is. Like there there are realities out there that, that are really tough decisions that we have to make as mothers. Totally. Or things that are even out of our control that we're just like rolling with the punches. So I think you're awesome. So thank you so much. I mean, you totally inspire me though to be like more more real on like social media because I feel like you're so real on it and I was like should I even post anything and then I don't know I just it was like a a whim I was like I'm just gonna do it just because this is how I'm feeling right now and I feel like I should just do this it was actually amazing the amount of messages I got from women saying like thank you so much for sharing that like you're formula feeding your son because like I felt like I wasn't, I was doing a disservice to my children when I was formula feeding and, you know, telling me their stories and all this stuff. And it, it it's just such a weird thing to think about. Like, why do we feel bad when we're just trying to feed our children? Like, it's so, it's such a weird thing. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know how we got here, but like how our society got this way, but it's a very odd thing to feel. Well, I think it's because like as moms, 
we always want to do what's best for our kid. And sometimes when we don't know what that is yeah. at the time, you know, we feel we feel guilty ourselves. Totally. There's so much guilt. So then to have the guilt that you're already putting on yourself and then to have outside influences making you feel even guiltier. Yes. It's so hard. It like hits you like it hits you like 10 times harder because you love and care for that child more than anything right. and you would do anything to make totally. life perfect for them if you could, mm-hmm. but we can't. Right. So talking about it like you did is like what kind of breaks those barriers and it's like we all need to be kinder to each other because we're already all struggling. So why can't we just support each other? Totally. Because then it would make the journey so much easier. And then we'd have happier children and happier mothers. <laughs> no kidding. I know. I was like, I'm going to give some, somebody's going to give me a major backlash on this. And I was like, but I don't care. Today, I don't no, care. No, you're awesome. <laughs> I love you. Uh, no, I thought it was badass. I think you're a badass. Evan was so funny after so. I posted. Because sometimes like I'll post like, I don't know, like a risque something. And I'm always like, I wonder what, because I never like run it by him. I'm like, I wonder what Evan's reaction is going to be when he opens Instagram and I'm like half naked. <laughs> Cap- cabbage boobs. Yes. He was like, that was an awesome post, Carly. Good job today. I was Aww. like, thank you. That's really nice. He's like, I'm really glad that you you spoke up about that because I know you're really struggling with that this week. But he's been he's been super supportive. He's like, Listen, babies need colostrum. We've we've phased out of the colostrum. And he's like, so now just do whatever is best for Charlie and do what's best for you. And I'm like, thank you so much for even saying that because lots of people don't have that support. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, he's been awesome. That's at least, that's so, so good. Yeah. So Tanner and I are taking a trip to Colorado here in a couple weeks and we're going into the mountains. And one thing that I'm really worried about is our baby's ears because they could have infections. You don't know, like it's a great thing to pack in your holiday vacation travel bag because holidays are hectic enough. So make sure you have your Highland earache drops to keep them running smooth. Winter colds and flus contribute to sinus infections. Sinus infections are also a leading cause in ear pain. So Highland's earache drops help relieve symptoms of fever, pain, throbbing, irritability, and occasional sleeplessness associated with earaches after diagnosis by a physician. Natural active ingredients, homopathically prepared blend of botanicals and minerals. The uses for Highland products claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Right now, go to highland.com slash earpain. All right. Well, just like everyone else who's listening, I am dying. I know a little bit of your birth story details, but I definitely want to hear the full story. So I'm dying to hear because there's a part of your birth story that I'm super jealous of. (laughs) And I'm so, I think it's amazing it happened to you, but I want everyone else to hear your experience. Okay. So I planned to be induced. So we had to be at the hospital at five. So Evan and I got up at like, you know, or whatever, got into the car. What's so funny is that so we're driving to the hospital and Evan got a nosebleed in the car. No way. Yes. And he for being nervous? He used to get nosebleeds actually like all the time. He'll, he'll probably be yeah. like, I can't believe you told people that. But he used to get nosebleeds all the time. <laughs> and he hasn't had one in forever. And so we're sitting there and he's like, oh God do you have any napkins? And when he says, do you have any napkins? I know what's going on. And I'm like, oh my God, do you have a nosebleed? And he's like, yes. And he's just driving with one hand and like holding 
his hand in front of his nose, like catching blood. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I had one, I just cleaned out the car and I had one napkin from Starbucks and then a dirty, one of those like felt rags that are not felt, but the thing that like picks up all the dust and and it was like so dirty. And I'm like, Evan, the only thing I have is like that dirty rag sitting right next to you. And he's like, okay. (laughs) So I'm like, do you want me to drive? He's like, no, 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 we're good. And I was like, well, you driving with one hand while you're holding a patel to your face is probably like oh my not the best thing to do while you have like me about to give birth to a baby inside of my belly right now. He's like, no, I'll be fine. So I just thought that was so funny. I was like, oh, God, we're driving to the hospital and he's going to walk in. He's going to have freaking blood all over his shirt. People are going to think you had the baby in the car. Totally. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is a nightmare. But we got in there and what was, I was supposed to be induced last time, but Bella broke my water. Although I still did end up getting Pitocin with Bella. But when we walked in there, it was the same nurse that was inducing me as last time. And she was, she's the nicest lady. So right when I walked in, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember you from last time. And I felt like an instant like calm because she's just, I don't know. This lady is so sweet. Her name is Barbara. So we went in the room and they started me on Pitocin or whatever and then asked me if I wanted an epidural. And I was like, I'll just wait a while. And then she came in later and she's like, you're moving along really fast. Uh, Or my doctor broke my water and she was like, you're moving really fast. And my doctor had gone back to Franklin, which is like 30 minutes away. So he's like, well, when she starts getting like moving along pretty fast, just call me and I'll come back. And so... At one point, she's like, I would suggest getting your epidural like sooner than later because I don't, if you move too fast, which you are progressing really fast, I don't want you to get to the point where the pain is so bad and we can't give you the epidural anymore because you're going to have to push. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let's go for it. So the guy came in and gave me the epidural and the epidural was not good this time. Like putting it in was fine. I mean, it feels like a pretty bad bee sting. And then, Mm -hmm. and I remember with Bella, like, I couldn't feel, like, my legs. I couldn't feel contractions anymore. Like, they basically told me when they would see the contraction happen. And when I was pushing, they'd be like, okay, you need to push right now. And I'd be like, okay. But this time. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. But it's, like, awesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So my epidural, they gave it to me. And then I was just like gosh, Evan, I was like, I can still feel these contractions. I mean, they weren't like, I would say when I was in contraction pain, it was probably like at a seven or something. And then it probably went down to like a three, but still like I was feeling something. You felt it. Yeah. And so I think now it gives you a dose every hour. And so then like I was progressing and progressing and finally, she was like, okay, you're maybe dilated to like a seven or something. And she was like, I'm going to call your doctor and tell him to come back. So I could like really feel my contractions to like a five. And I was still on the epidural. So I'm like, and it was only on my right side. So she, Weird. yeah. So she comes in and she's like, I'm going to check you again. And she goes, oh, the baby is turned on its side. And so she's like, I can feel the head, but the head is like on its side and she's like so I'm gonna roll you over to the other side 
and we're going to try to make him roll. And I was like, okay, like, I don't mean, I don't know. And I was like, well, I'm still like hurting really bad on my right side. Like, and she goes, I think it's because of the pressure from where his body is or his head or something. Yeah. So I, when I was, sorry, when I was pregnant um, with Brooks, I would get shooting pains down my legs and it was because of like him leaning on one side. Oh, okay. I bet that's what he was doing. Yeah. I was just feeling like, well, in like what my left leg was way more numb than my right, even though they say your legs aren't supposed to be numb, but really? Yeah. That, well, I guess they've changed the way they do the epidurals in the past year at this hospital, apparently. So now you only get one dose an hour unless you ask for more and then they have to document it. And they do it so you, because my legs were like dead weight. They do it so your legs aren't as like numb. So instead, just like your vagina is supposed to be, like that area is just supposed to be more numb. Aren't there some places where you have like a little clicker button? Yeah. And you can just like control your pain? Yeah, but what he told me this time was there is a clicker button but before you click it, you have to tell the nurse oh. because they want you to just do the epidural every hour like it's scheduled. They were very interesting about like all sorts of drugs at this hospital this time. Like even, huh. yeah, even pain meds. They were like, are you sure you want to take the big pain med? Like, yeah. But um, <laughs> so so then, yeah, so she flips me over there on the other side and then checks me and she's like, okay, your doctor is on his way, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully the baby like shifts. I'm like, okay. So then they had set up the table and everything pretty early. Like when I was at like four or five because they were just like, oh, you're progressing really fast. We'd rather you just like have everything you need. So then like the pain kept getting worse. And I was like, this, I was like, Evan, I'm hurting. Like this sucks. And so she's like, okay, well, your doctor will be here shortly. And then she left for like 10 minutes. And when she came back in, I looked at her and I go, hi, I'm like hurting really bad. <laughs> and she's like, and right after I said that, my doctor walked in and I was like, oh, hey, what's up, doc? And he's like, oh, you're probably hurting because you need to push. And I was like, oh, really? And he walks up and he like checks me and he's like, oh, yeah, the baby's head is right there. Like you definitely oh need to push. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, that's probably the pressure you're feeling. I was like, oh, and so he's like, and I go, well, I can really feel my contractions. And he's like, oh, okay, well, then if you can feel them, then we're just going to take the monitors off of you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So they took all the monitors off because I could feel my contractions and knew when to push. Mm -hmm. And so then I think I pushed for 15 minutes, but it wasn't like out in two pushes. Like it was maybe like, I bet it was like, six or seven pushes that's really good though because like some women push for hours yeah it was it was maybe 15 or 20 minutes that i pushed but the reason it was taking so long was because he was what they call op which is like sunny side up baby so he was coming out facing me like with his Mm -hmm. face facing my face (laughs) so i guess Lots of the times when babies are coming out like that, you can have vaginal deliveries, but lots of the time they actually do emergency C-sections when they know the baby's coming out like that, which I totally didn't know that. Like, I was so not expecting anything 
weird or new to happen during the birth of my child. I was expecting it to just be exactly like Bella's. And so they're looking down there and Evan's like, oh my God, look at that. And they all started laughing because they're like, oh my gosh, this is, yeah, this is what babies look like. Because I guess when their head starts coming out, it looks like a raisin or something. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So he's like, it looks like a raisin. And he's like, oh gosh, it's like a little old man. And then I go, oh God, it's like, Y'all are giving me Benjamin Button vibes. I don't want to birth an old man. And so then we all just started laughing. And I was like, you guys, don't make me laugh. I'm trying to be serious right now. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like hard to push. Like, it's yeah. like, it's not an easy thing. So they were like, no, laughter is good. And I was like, okay. And so then he's like, I think two more pushes and I think the baby will be out. I'm like, okay. So push once and they're like oh you're so close you're so close and then I pushed again and he's like here he comes and then I am obviously like I my feet are up and the nurse and Evan had their hands on my back so I was like pushed forward like almost into Mm -hmm. like bending into the middle of my legs and all of a sudden I see the half of this baby looking at me like he's screaming and he has one eye open and he's just going "Ah!" and I'm like oh my gosh and then the doctor goes why don't you pull him the rest of the way out and I I was like what and he goes yeah just put your hands on him and pull him out I was like okay and I had I kept thinking okay so imagine this like I had on my pointer finger, I had one of those things keeping my pulse or whatever. So I, all I kept thinking was, how do I put my hands under him right now? Because I don't want this little pointer thing to stab him. Like, oh, and no. so then I was like, in my head, I was like, do I keep my pointer finger up and I just use my bottom three fingers to put under his armpits? And all of this is like going through my head before I take this kid out of my vagina. I'm having all of these thoughts. And finally, I was just like, okay, I'll just like, I'm just going to go for it. So I like put my hands under his armpits and just literally pulled him out and pulled him on top of me. And then, I mean, he was screaming and screaming. And then he just laid there. They clamped the umbilical cord and then Evan got to cut it. But it was like crazy. Like I'll never forget this little face (laughs) with one eye. He has like a... He has a tear duct problem, whereas like tear duct isn't working very well right now. And so his eye gets goopy and like sometimes it's closed and I have to like get gauze and like get it, all the stuff off. But it was just so funny. He, he was like a pirate. He was like a pirate <laughs> just screaming at me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like what just happened? It was so crazy. But he weighed um, a little more than Bella did. He was 6'13". She was 6'8". And yeah, I mean, he was, everything was good. It was crazy. And I wanted to talk to you guys about Noom because Noom isn't just about getting in shape. It isn't just about losing the weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those goal genes, being more in tune with your body's needs or practicing more self-care. What if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps and workouts. 
our calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable, which I think is great. And it's like a workout bestie all in one place. It's better self-care, feeling confident in your clothing, more energy, and just an overall glow. Plus, making healthy choices helps with your self-worth, you have a better mood, and it controls your stress and your anxiety. Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses, and it's based in psychology. Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with the better ones. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash mommies. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom dot com slash mommies to start your trial today. That's Noom dot com slash mommies. The last weight loss program you'll need. But I did. Yeah, I had a I had second degree tear. And then, mm. yeah, and, and now I can kind of, like, feel my stitches or something again. So I'm like, I really hope I haven't, like, ripped those o- open or something. But I remember us talking, Jade, about how you were, like, after you had Emmy, you were like, and don't ever look down there, Carly, because afterwards, <laughs> there's a big gaping hole. <laughs> there's a, I called it the black hole. hole. <laughs> and then the other day, I was like, I don't even know why I looked down there. I wish I hadn't done it. But I like, I guess I looked down there and I was like, oh my God, it's the black hole that Jade was talking about. And I was like, this is, I, I, I just couldn't believe, I, in my mind, I guess I thought it just went back to like sort of being <laughs> small very quickly. No. No. No, it doesn't. It's a big gaping <laughs> hole. And it looks like it goes on it forever. I'm like, does it just keep like I going? never want to look at it ever again? <laughs> Even right now, I'm like, I hope I didn't rip my stitches. I guess I could look down there. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't look. You might just be feeling your stitches healing, you know, because they they get absorbed. That's true, they get absorbed and it kind of starts. It itching. is itching right now. I don't know when they start. Yeah, does that, does that mean it's healing? I hope. I think so. Okay. I think Gosh. so. Because, like, new new skin oh is God. Oh God. growing Jay. over oh them. God. I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> oh, the body is so it's weird. It's so crazy what our bodies... I, I know. It's, oh but, God. yeah. Women's bodies are incredible. But, yeah, it was, like, a crazy birth experience because I got to pull him out. But it was also so That's crazy so cool. knowing later that so many people have emergency C-sections. And, like, that's just so not something I even thought about well he must have not he must have turned during your labor because they probably would have kept an eye on that because most of the time they know yeah if they're facing sunny side because brooks was kind of sunny side for a while and i was worried about that too because i didn't i was like i might have to have a c-section and some doctors yeah they won't even entertain it like if they know that you're sunny side they're just like all right we're planning a c-section that is so crazy yeah or they yeah or they just do an emergency one, but yeah, I just never, I never even in my brain like thought that a C-section was even like a possibility. And then yeah, like it's just I don't know, it's so crazy. But yeah, he came out just looking at me, screaming at me like, "Put me back in!" <laughs> <laughs> he was Charlie the pirate, and he was going Carly. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a bad I joke. Liked it. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean he. Like we're all we're all surviving, we're all doing good. 
you know, one day at a time. I'm excited. I'm actually yeah. excited to go back to the doctor just to like, you know, check in on everything. But yeah, we're 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 surviving. That's all. That's all I can say. I wouldn't say I'm thriving, but I am surviving. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do. Ugh. And you know, I'm here for you if you need anything. And I'm excited to meet Charlie. I want to come visit. Oh my gosh, come whenever. I know. We have so because it's Thanksgiving. We have so much family here this coming this week. Oh my gosh, last night. That's what makes you another chance. Oh my gosh, last night was a freaking madhouse in my house because. Both of my brother's kids were screaming. <laughs> they were screaming and I was like, how, like, what do you, what, oh, please don't wake up my children. <laughs> oh, gosh. But they're, they had just moved into a different house. So their sleep schedule's off. And then they traveled right after moving. So, and Finn was in a room that he had, you know, it was, the baby's sure. room. So he was like, uh, whose room is this? I don't know. How old is their youngest now? I think he's seven months. But seven. he was like super congested and couldn't breathe. So he was just screaming and screaming. And it, I was just, and then I ended up going down to get formula. And I, I hear my brother go, hey, Carly, at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sleeping on the couch with a dog. Oh, gosh, we haven't talked about the name thing. So apparently we named him the same name as every other celebrity in the but whole like, world. How? I have how no idea. So the reason we named him Charlie was because of my grandpa, Charlie. So one, that was a really fun phone call because I didn't want to tell my grandmother we were naming him Charlie until he came out. And so to call my grandmother and say, Hey, we just had a baby and we're in the hospital and I wanted you to know that his name is Charlie. It was, she started crying and Evan started crying. It was the sweetest phone call ever. And the reason we named him Wolf was because we were sitting while I was being induced. We were trying to come up with a middle name and it was a full moon. And so Evan was like, what about Wolf? And I was like, Charlie Wolf, dude, that's cool. And he's like, I like it too. And so then we just went with it because of the full moon. And then it was like, oh, that's Zoe Deschanel's child's name. Oh, that's Lauren Conrad's child's name. We're like, how? <laughs> like, how? How is this a thing? It was so funny. But Evan has always wanted a kid named Chuck Bass. So he got his little. I mean, Charles. Chuck Bass is, yeah, that's pretty legendary. Yeah, it's really funny. Evan and his gossip girl. Uh, but yeah it was just so funny so then I felt like kind of dumb for naming him something everyone else named him and I was like you know what this is a cool name he's named after my grandpa and after a freaking full moon wolf and he's in 30 years and no one's gonna remember that Lauren Conrad and Zoe Deschanel had the same name as my kid no way And he's going to be the coolest Charlie Wolf that ever lived. No kidding. So. And he's also <laughs> the only Charles Bass besides, you know, like Lauren Conrad's besides. kid isn't Chuck Bass. Zoe Deschanel's kid isn't Chuck Bass. Yeah, they can't be both. They can't, they can't have that. So, no, nope. we win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's all I have to report. Now I'm taking it day by day. 
I will say I still definitely have milk in the bottom of my boobs, but they're yeah, how is that like the weaning? How is that going with yeah? Um, I, honestly, I just I did the cabbage leaves for the first couple of days. Which did you do cabbage leaves when you weaned? Because they're amazing. No, because I I weaned like so late. I don't know. You if weren't I even like engorged. So I was I so know. engorged that I would put the cabbage leaves on and I'd be like, "Ooh, it's so cold." And then let I would leave them on for like twenty minutes. But then, like when you pull them off, they have like so much. They basically make your boobs like sweat. But then I felt so much relief having them on that I'd pull them off, and within thirty seconds, my boobs would hurt again. Like it was crazy. That is crazy. like I would tell anyone to do that. Like it helps so much. And then I took. Sudafed for like the first two days to help dry them up. But then I just mm-hmm. was kind of like, I'm just going to let them do whatever they want to on their own. But they've been, I I felt yesterday like a little bit of milk on my stomach because I wasn't wearing a bra. But they've been drying up. But yeah, that's my story. Bow. Mic drop. No, it's the coolest story to me because I would live to pull <laughs> my baby out and see his face as I'm doing that. So I know you would. I- <laughs> It's the coolest thing. I think I think it's such a special thing. So I'm so happy for you and I'm really excited to meet Charlie. So I know. It's it's really fun that we have two girls that'll play together and then we'll have two boys that'll play together. Like that is so they can like kick soccer balls together and stuff. That's so fun. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I love you and um everybody, thank you so much for listening and and just like supporting me through this past two weeks because I'm not going to lie. They've been hard. They haven't been easy. And I know it won't be easy for the next little while, but day by day. We're in it together. together. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.